Hi everyone, you're listening to the Vialucci podcast, uncensored and completely unedited discussions about life and everything in it. We hope you enjoy the show. We're recording now. Do 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 do. Oh, that's the old theme tune, isn't it? I just realised. Yeah, that, that, well, there you go. That's the entrance to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> mumbling to each other. All in our own little worlds. So, exactly. hello, everyone. Hello. For episode, what are we now? 23 or 24? 94. Oh, 94, I mean, yeah. 95 or something. I don't know. When would the Hum 100 be? Would it fall in January then? Yeah, it must do. Um, six. Six, six weeks away. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got December 1st coming up, National Personal Development Day. Vialucci style, my official. Is that an actual what? Yeah, that's my official. It's not just January 1st, as I've said last year. It's January 1st is where the people that don't want to achieve anything jump on a bandwagon and say new year, new you, um, which you'd never achieve. So if you want to achieve something, you start December the 1st, because if you don't do it, then you're never going to do it. You do it the hardest month, not the easiest, when you're the fattest and most broke and most depressed. Um, but that's that's personal. Something to look forward to. Personal development day. Um, actually, might be in the studio back there, the, the office back then. When's it's the first, isn't it? The, uh, no, the second, I believe. Ah, oh, thwarted again. When's the th- when's the th- uh, third again? As uh, uh, Charles said last week, this is probably production <laughs> chat. But yeah, it's probably an off air conversation. <laughs> 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 that's, I think most that, people think our we're gonna uh, get conversation should be off made air. up. It's going to be Charles' t- uh, um, quote on his T-shirt. This is an off-air conversation. <laughs> Hashtag VLG podcast. <laughs> uh, um, uh, what was I saying now? What was, what was, what was I talking about before? Uh, you were fighting with your neighbours already. Oh, no, that was off-air. What was I saying just then? <laughs> what was it? I don't know. You he were was... what? Fighting with your neighbours already? You've only been there yeah. a couple of weeks. What's up? Well, I've only been there I'm about 10 days. I'm surprised it took that long. Had, hadn't been here the whole time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to go into it. I'm going to start moaning. But somebody was complaining. <laughs> oh, and, compared and got, with all this. But my electricity went off. So right. the electricity went off, just off. No reason, nothing. So I had to go and stick myself in a bloody hotel again. Um, <laughs> it's, it, I just I, like I'm constantly being attacked from all sides. Like I can't. Nothing's. I'm just constantly grief just poking at me. Um, Why did the? What do you mean the electricity went oh, off? It just, it just went off. It wasn't on. Uh, I haven't got any more details than that. Phone somebody. But it was late. <laughs> at, it was late at night. Nobody could come round. Landlord get it sorted tomorrow. What about now? Well, I you know, sit in the dark. And it was too early to go to bed, and I, but I couldn't do any work because I had no electricity. So, uh, mm. yeah, just bungled over to a um, another hotel. I thought, I'm back here again. <laughs> back in a hotel again. Just sat there on the bed going, what am I doing here? Like, You're like Oscar Wilde. You just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. My hearing's fine, though, luckily. So, so, no in-ear problems. Uh, all criminal record. Um, so, uh, yes. <laughs> no, it's that. just like that I, I can't relax. And it's like I'm constantly just being attacked. It's like this buzzing bee around you the whole life. You just, no matter what is happening, that bloody str- thing's there poking at you. Um, but I don't want to moan. So, uh, there's, what, what have you been up to? Anything exciting happening this week? Charles, did you start your new job? We don't go yes. into it. Yes. Is it all right, is it? Um, yeah. I mean, um, I feel like a part of me has died and it'll never oh, come no. back. But Already. apart from that, um, yeah, it's and going you, well. The one yeah. week? Huh? 
You've just been there the week? A uh, week and a half. Well, it's those Why times. has a part of you died? <sighs> just because... The work, it's just the phone. Yeah, thing. nine to five now. They they started off like ten to four, and now it's creeped into nine oh, to five. Right. And then, uh, yeah, nine and ten is a big difference in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. It really, really but is. you just got to like, remind yourself that some people haven't got any money coming in. I mean, I've, se- I've seen like, restaurants. Look, oh, so I knew, uh, speaking to a guy a couple of weeks ago, and his uh, brother... Um, had opened the restaurant and had been running for like eight years and he said it was only the last two years that he'd actually started making a proper profit because he was like putting into it and he said he fought it for a while like this year and he said now it's just not working and he said go back to driving a van the restaurant thing's just gone eight Mm. years back to driving a van because he just forget it didn't happen I couldn't with the corona and everything like that but Mm -hmm. he said the last two years he just started to like make good money gone so you just got to think, look, bloody, hell, I've got, I've got, I've got way money coming in. Some people haven't got that. Some people are stressing that like my my business is going to collapse and I can't pay everybody, sort of thing. Oh yeah, no, don't don't get me wrong. I, I you know, I am thankful for the for the work and it's um it's not a bad job and it's very well paid. So yeah, I mean um yeah, it just keeps the wheel spinning for a while. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And like um as I said, it's for. Uh, a decent uh, organisation as well, so I feel like yeah, I'm yeah, helping, yeah, 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 helping the nurses out and stuff. The nurses sort of um, representational body, so I feel like I'm and, doing something relatively positive. Andrew, how's everything going? Your middle class world, everything great? Everything my middle class world. <laughs> um, well, you know, Christmas jumpers and, and that sort of thing. No, Christmas of, jumpers yeah. don't come out till first of December, just like Christmas yeah. trees. Yeah. Which we established. Did we have that air. conversation on air. No, we had no. that conversation. We had to sort out a domestic dispute <laughs> but we, between Karem and his good lady wife about yeah, whether the uh, Christmas decision. trees. We, we had a vote. It went round the house. We've uh, decided that the first of December is when the Christmas trees yeah. go up. Are you putting any up, or you're moving? So you, where are you going to be? Um, be out by then. No, we probably won't put it up until we're moving mid-December. So we'll put it up then. I would think. Oh, you, have you found somewhere then? Yeah, yeah, I found somewhere around the corner. Oh, okay. Right, then. <laughs> so, um, what, where are you then, Charles? Are you still up in Reading? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or up that way. It was the uh, safest place in the country um, for Corona. Had the lowest cases. Oh, uh, did couple, it really? A couple of weeks ago, about two weeks ago, had lowest uh, cases, lowest infection rate. So I thought, yeah, safest place. Then to what be. happened? They opened up the nightclubs, and <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked. To be fair, I haven't checked in about two weeks. But um, like since it, since lockdown happened, but um, who are who are some famous Reading people that have come uh, out? Who's famous come out. Kate Winslet, Ricky Gervais, um, oh, Reading, Chris, yeah, yeah. Chris Tarrant, uh, oh, comedians. Yeah, who else? Um, Chris Tarrant. Chris Tarrant. I mean, there was a big jump there. Down to Chris I know he Tarrant. lives in Reading. I don't know if he's from Reading actually, but I know he lives around it. Um, George Michael used to live uh, just outside of Reading. Oh. <laughs> George, George Michael's jokes. He just used to like just drive around smashing in stuff, like stoned out of his brain. <laughs> well, on the way to the office, I can see that the, the photo booth shop that he ran his Range Rover into. I go past it on the way to the office. It's just oh, snappy snaps and on the hill. That's snappy snaps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. snappy snaps. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have like a cool. blue plaque for him? <laughs> yeah, you'd think they'd put something up, like just to go. Like, this is the place. And just uh, of people having photographs taken next to it. I I don't know if it's true or not, but I believe that when uh, you know you don't know you know as you don't know if anything you see on the internet is true. But where the dent was, someone had scrawled in graffiti, wham, with an exclamation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's so I really hope, I choose to believe that that is true. I'll have a closer look next time I go out. Um, yeah, I also go past the, um, what's it called? Um, the Beatles, the, the 
zigzag like the uh, Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Yeah. yeah. So I have to go. I have to wait there while people do their thing. I keep thinking, right, it's the wrong time. Nobody will be here at this time of night. Nope. Twenty people on each side of the road. Yeah. All waiting for the traffic to stop so they can go and do their funny walk. You go. How long ago was that? 67 or something 66 I, think. I thought it was 80s or something that's, that's that's some footfall going across that road like as like last time I was at this office office go past it doesn't matter what time it is on a Sunday they're there walking oh, the photographs doesn't matter they, they are like the most famous band ever and if so. you want to if you want to see graffiti <laughs> go to the, the Abbey Road studio oh yeah, just, yeah yeah don't even need to paint the building it's just everywhere notes that people have put in I don't see the point of that. Once it gets to, you know, when you're the first couple of people, but then now that's just this big. I suppose smudge. if you're in that sort of cult, then it's like, it's just for your social media. That's all that is. Look where I've been. That is no, it's yeah. not for you, really. I mean, it might be for a few people, but not 40, 50 years later. Unless, because the music, does it stand up now? Can you listen to it? Uh, yeah. A lot of it, yeah. I think more yeah. so the later stuff, I would think. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Because some they of the. started off um, Martini Band, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They, the they, they, was, they, yeah. Yeah, no, sorry, go No, no, I think we're all agreeing. We're all agreeing and or interrupting <laughs> with each other. But basically, the, the, um, I, I think most people would argue that the, the early stuff is kind of quite poppy, quite generic. Like you hear a lot of yeah. songs, you think, oh, is that the Beatles? And it turns out it's a David, an early David Bowie song because he was doing the same thing. And, uh, there's a few bands like that that all do the same. Do you ever read the uh, Malcolm Gladwell books? I think I might have mentioned it before. Uh, Outliers no, and all that. He's done some really sort of interesting studies into like people and things like that. Like really interesting books. Like when I was trying to sort out like personal development and audiobooks came along, I think I listened to like three of his. And um, one of them he talks about, He, I think, I don't know if it was him that came up with it or somebody else. But remember the 10,000 hour rule that came yeah. out about like yeah, seven yeah. years ago? Um, and he, 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 he character studied people that had, done that thing and this tends to be about 10,000 hours from starting something to being like at the top level of it and one of them was the Beatles he said they put about 10,000 hours in a recording time before they became the Beatles like going around Germany and all those places mm, mm. so when they actually broke they were a very tight band you know what I mean they were, they were very in sync sort of thing um but yeah, you have you got to listen. Everyone's got to listen to a Malcolm Gladwell book. He talks about everything. He goes on about New York. I mean, it must be about five or six books out now. I think Blink, Outliers, um, where he just does these really, really interesting studies about people. You get them on audio books and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, you should go and listen to them. I suppose you haven't listened to one. They're quite famous. Um, in fact, one of the, one of the little things he goes on to, I think. I can't remember the name of the book, but one that uh, he talks about um, people. And I was using this for my own personal development where he said um, when they would try to clean up New York in the 70s and the 80s, when it was like you couldn't mm. believe what New York used to be like. It, um, it was just smashed windows, fire brigades wouldn't go in, which sounds strange to say. This is pre-Trump as well. And, it, was um, like a, it was like Escape from New York. Basically. Yeah, I mean, it really, was really was. It was just burnt out buildings. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a post-apocalyptic yeah, kind of yeah. It was a comic book like, version of, of yeah. post-apocalyptic New York. That's why um, so many films, so many B movies did shoot there, like Escape from the Bronx and yeah, like yeah, Return right, to the yeah, Bronx and yeah. stuff. They literally just filmed. It was the bad future. <laughs> they just filmed like these kind of post apocalyptic gang movies in like kind of just the Bronx. Was the Warriors you know? New York? Yeah, it must have been the uh, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and he, he he's talking about how to clean it up. 
He said, you don't come in with like the big boots and all that. He said, what you do is you fix all the broken windows, you yeah. fix all the littering, you fix, because when people see crap everywhere, they think, oh, I can just throw crap here. There's not a worthwhile mm. place. But if you've got a, um, a building full of nice clean windows, you're less likely to put one window through. But if there's half of them missing, then you, people just go, well, it's a load of crap. Let me just throw this another brick through. And he said, you actually clean it up by telling people, look, you, this is a clean environment. You clean the environment up and it changes everything above it, which is just low level stuff like being harmed on um, graffiti, being hard on litter. And that's how it all started with the change in New York. Um, but you can use that with personal development, even though we get, get to that another time. It's just you've got to clean up the tiny little boring things that you can't be bothered to do. That are, you know, the big things, I'm going to join the gym and all that. They're the easy bits, but it's the little tiny things you do every day, the mental stuff that nobody knows about. That's what you've got to clean up first. It's always the low-level stuff. Mm. Um, did you see the talk? Uh, I just threw in Trump there about the New York before he, him and his dad moved in and... Well, anyway, uh, but uh, did, did you see the tweet from the nurse that's been doing the rounds? Uh, a, no, I don't think so. Oh, God, I should have. Hang on. There was four where's tweets. The, where's oh. this? In the UK or? Uh, uh, no, America? sorry. Yeah, in um, America. Um, can you put, oh, can you Google this, Andrew? You've always got your phone near. Can you Google? No, my phone's on. Nurse. To tw- with the Twitter. Nurse. And Google. Twitter. Nurse Dakota. There was like four. It's something about like she's just finished work. She was a nurse. It must nurse something Dakota. America Twitter. Nurse Dakota America Twitter. <laughs> yeah, some, I mean, yeah. Oh, here's this. Uh, What's the Newsweek. name? Newsweek. I remember the name. Oh gosh, you. I think this ad is going to start loading. <laughs> uh, Jodie Daring, a registered emergency yeah, room nurse from South Dakota. Yeah, bring um, up a Twitter. Oh, so it says that patients who test positive and still deny that COVID is what's making them sick. Yeah, can you get the Twitter Twitter up? It I'll see if up. I can. I'm being, it's that thing now. You can't do anything on the internet. I think I said last week, you can't do anything on the internet without being bombarded with cookies. And... Oh, you have it. I don't even know what these cookie things are. Just get rid of them. I don't know what I'm getting rid of. Are they bad? Just never have any cookies uh, on the computer? Yeah, technically they, they're supposed to be able to like, trace you and like track you with the well, websites that you anyway. Okay. Oh, uh, well, here's, the, here's a sort of transcript. Uh, As I'm on my couch with my dog, I can't help but think of the COVID patients the last few days. The ones that stick out are those who still don't believe the virus is real. The ones who scream at you for a magic medicine and that Joe Biden is going to ruin the USA all while gasping for breath on 100% vapotherm. They tell you there must be another reason they are sick. They call you names and I and ask you why you have to wear all that stuff because they don't have COVID because it's not real. Yes, this really happens. <laughs> so think um, that's a nurse being told why you're wearing all that stupid stuff while they suffer. Like, that's that. I mean, it, you re- we really have to go, right, okay, it is a full-on cult now. There's no, it's a full delusion. It's a cult. They, no matter what the leader says, they, they. I mean, that's a nurse saying people that are dying are saying, "Why do? You, why are you wearing all that crap for? It's not neat." Like that is full blown mental delusion. They're, they're, I saw this one thing. I mean, they're, they're, I've seen these compilations of of people. Um, of people saying yeah i tested positive and like my son died from it um but i still think it's a hoax and like 
there was this one woman and she's like, yeah, my, uh, my mother, she was about, I don't know, she may be 50 or 60. She's like, my elderly mother's just died from it. Uh, my sister's been in a coma for like two weeks, medically induced coma. Uh, and I was in the hospital because of it. Uh, and several other, my family members have tested positive and been very ill with it, but, um, it's still a hoax and I don't believe it. So it's, it's, it's past sort of rational stuff. Now it is a, no, cult. Yeah. now it's, yeah. it's a, it's a sick cult mm. that like, but you had, you sort of like half the population <laughs> or a good solid is, quarter. Uh, after the tweets went viral, sorry, I'm still reading this article. Um, after the <laughs> tweets went viral, uh, she appeared on CNN, oh. um, and here's another quote. I think the hardest thing to watch is that people are still looking for something else and they want a magic answer and they don't want to believe that COVID is real. It wasn't one particular patient. It's just accumulation of so many people. And their last dying words are, this can't be happening. This is not real. And when they should be spending time FaceTiming their families, they're filled with anger and hatred. Jesus. Hmm. So cult. So somebody needs to start kicking mm. it. It's like this is a cult now. This is what the problem is. I saw it the other day and I thought, right, we haven't had to deal with this before. I mean, the pro- the main problem isn't Donald Trump. It isn't the nutters. The main problem is actually Fox News because if you were everyone was getting the information from the same place, you would you 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 would have to listen to things and go, okay, well maybe oh I didn't know that. But if you've got a platform there where you're just getting, you're, this is the first time in history where we're getting two cons- completely different worlds. All your information comes from over there, and that person's information comes from over there. I slightly disagree. I think the problem is that it's it, it's social media, and that you're getting it from. T- I know so many people. Who Wait, no, that's kind of the stuff same and thing. They say, though. Oh, I don't read. I don't read. I don't watch the news. I just get it all from Twitter. You go. Oh, well, there's a like. You mean no, you get it from it, Russian it's bots? The, it's the danger. I get it from hearsay and conjecture. It, it's yeah. like it, like when people say, "Oh, I got oh, I get all my news from social media." It's just like, well, it's like saying, "Oh, I overheard this dude say it on the bus." I mean, yeah. it's just it's oh, not. Yeah. There's no there, there, there's no oversight. There's no uh, credibility, and there's no accountability. From it. I just I do you know when it's been said before, like it's the internet is in the wild west stage. It's just a free for all. Mm. It's going all over, mm. and just it's literally just we haven't caught up with it yet to go right here's your social social media now is not a little thing it's part of everyone's life apart from me and charles but it's <laughs> part of everybody's life but what you have to do now is go right now we've caught up we've grown up and it's not going anywhere and it's massively important as we can see from the election this is a part of life now right there's your there's your um social media passport there's yours that's your face on there that's your twitter feed in fact somebody said he said yeah you um you need to know that that thing with the american flag that's given you advice is is actually somebody called sergey who lives in russia do you know what i mean you you need to go right who is this person in the same way with airplanes now you need to show who you are when you get on right the times have moved on now and that that's the first thing until we do that forget it because you can't just have all these bots and different countries influencing. You want to go, okay, you want to believe this? Well, no, believe it, but it's coming from over there in Russia like, or wherever. Well, but, it's, this, it's this weird thing as well where people are like, um, well, they're like, oh, I, don't, I, w- I won't believe anything the papers say or I question everything the mainstream media say, but I'll believe something that someone anonymously posts on a forum. Yeah. Well, and you're like, oh, to... no, but they, I won't question that. And they're like, oh, I question everything except for the things that are completely anonymous and should probably be questioned more. You know, it's, but I can it's... understand why, because it's you can't necessarily see, you know, 
the agenda of someone tweet whereas there's always these things of mm. like oh what are newspapers doing what are they trying to sell us what are they, who are they really working for whereas you imagine true or not that someone on twitter who's just saying hey i've got proof that you know hillary clinton eats babies which seems to be the new, one of the new one of the ones going doing the QAnon, on yeah QAnon yeah. Been is that you go well what what motivation do they have and you go well because that's the um Definitely not Putin wants uh, to destabilize uh, democracies by saying, question everything, question this, let's have our puppets in power and all this. Well, it's because it's the very definition of divide and conquer. I mean, it's literally mm. that mm. divide the country and then divide individuals within that. Well, because it's it's this sort of asymmetric warfare and it's having things behind the lines because most of, you look at these huge troll farms and, you know, hackers and bots and they're coming from russia they're coming from iran they're coming from north korea these are places and again it's not against the people living there so uh you know hello to our listeners in those countries we we have one as well we we have them oh yeah yeah yeah. there's one down the road uh from me and um literally it's like the reserve intelligence corps or something and they had literally have these um barns that you can't get signal because of all the weird radio equipment they have (laughs) around you can't get signal for miles there and like Honestly, it's a it's a it's a bot factory. Same thing, but it's right. like a government thing. Yeah. yeah, it must be funny if you go. Um, you, you have to sort of understand that you're, you're inside something, so you can't ever really see outside of it. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you could just go to Russia for a year and just watch the Russian news, Russian adverts, and just see America and England <laughs> doing the same thing right back at them, probably better. Well, to be fair, there was um, uh, quite a while ago the Israelis did this massive hack on a an Iranian power station, I think a nuclear... It was either a nuclear power oh, station or a building plant, towards yeah, yeah. that, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they basically built this and... Um, but it was it was this sort of... It very much like a, how a virus is. It was just this enormous escalating thing. It was just planted to take down this factory, but it got out. The news of it kind of got out, the sabotage, you know, um, because it just became this monster and people were like this thing fucking take down the internet like this monster kind of virus that they've created it kind of they had to you know block off all these servers and do everything it was mad it was absolutely really? mad it, like and they death bots yes yeah 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 exactly yeah like a death bot and it just destroyed everything it's alive. you know took out <laughs> but yeah it basically like but because it, it took out you know half of iran's internet and but it also took out all these other neighboring states you know almost as collateral damage and it was like you know we've got to cut off servers we've basically just got to you know cut off a leg to save the rest of the body but it's all this bloody games going on i mean i've said people like the somebody that's over in israel or they just want to go to work they're not interested it's the bloody rich playing power games Mm. if there's not enough power games within parliament or the white house they've then got to move it to a power game of the world like the that isn't good enough for them they've had to move from the spectrum 48k to the amiga you know we need more complications we need more that's for you charles you can <laughs> that's a timely <laughs> reference <laughs> the zx um, spectrum to the yeah. you know to the amiga yeah. st yes but um, might even get a texas instruments <laughs> but um yeah it's just, in fact it was eugene v debs he used to say like it's 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 um the poor going to war for the rich where they mm. never 
lose anything, but it's the yeah. poor that always have to go and fight for their beliefs. And it's that, it's that, it's just this power play. Like, leave that country over there. You leave that country over there. Just get on with it. No, it's these psychopaths that are just, no, me, you, no, you, we want power. It's like, I mean, whether it's Putin or America, but you could say Putin. You go, why don't you just focus on your own country? Not let's make the rest of the world look worse than us so you won't sod off and leave us and go over there. But why don't you just try and fix your own country? Why are you fighting overseas things? Um, I can understand when there's a threat of nuclear war and all things like that. But generally, it's just power that you go. But they get so much money that it's no longer about, well, I can't get any more wealth. So now it has to be power. So now I just want to have more than you. And now I've got more than everybody in my country. Well, now I want everybody in that country as well. And it's just like, it's psychopaths. Look, we'll look back one day and go, psychopaths. We're sort of, a few psychopaths were ruling the world, causing millions of, millions of people to die, fighting each other when they just don't want none of it. None of the rich are going. Actually, if you want to go to war, okay, well, you've got the rich go first. Oh, the wars were to sort themselves out then. <laughs> Did you have any uh, family in the wars, like World War Two or anything like that? Any granddads or anything? Yeah, everyone. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, all my family, right. like oh, they, they they all enlisted. Yeah, no, we. I, I, I mean, during the First World War, I had a relative die in like every major battle. Like oh, it's terrible. Some uh, Passchendaele, Jutland, um, Eep. Can't remember. Now, yeah, it's terrible. I mean, there was, yeah, a, there was a question on um, the QI. Was we talking about the fucking QI off before we went on air, or was that on air? We did. I that? think we were talking uh, on air, weren't we? No, uh, no, I think it was off it. It was off it. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so I was having a go at them, but they, there was one thing that came up, and they said um, they were talking about the age of people like going to war and all that. Obviously, it was like ridiculous, like in World War II, like 15, 16 year olds, like they knew they were young, but we needed them. But they said, you know, the av-, they were talking about Dad's Army, and they said, you know, the actual a- average age of one of the people in Dad's Army, and it was thirty. Like that was considered like an old fella. <laughs> They were do, you like mean the old... in, do you mean in the TV show or in the home? No, guard? The, the, <laughs> the, actual home the, guard. the actual home guard. The reality, they weren't like they were people because they said like, "What was? It, how old do you think they were?" And people were going like 60, 67. You go, no, that was just the TV. The actual age of the old retirees was thirty. You go, yeah. So the 16, 15, 16 were out there fighting the wars. It weren't like twenty-one-year-olds. They were like fucking kids. Mm. Um, it's also because I feel like people were older when they were, you know, it's like yeah, when you see yeah, a picture well, of your yeah. your granddad yeah. or something like that, and you're like, oh, was this when he retired? No, that was his wedding day. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, he's, like he's, like bald and he, yeah, he's twenty-seven. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, like bald. He looks about smoking since he's eight yeah. years old, up to yeah. chimney cleaner. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is that um, that Peter Gay thing of like uh, when you see when you watch old TV shows like from the sixties, like from the seventies and eighties, you're like looking at these people and like. They're like, oh, this is this is Martin, and he's twenty two, yeah. and you're like, what? What happened, Martin? Oh my god! Fifty fags like, a day in the pub. Yeah. yeah, got two teeth. Come yeah. over, like you know, you're like, God. There was um, they were saying about how many they when they um uh when they first put out like the Home Guard, we need volunteers, and they thought they'd get like eighty thousand or something like that, and there was two hundred fifty thousand in the first week. Like there was a lot of people, and actually a couple of there's like two hundred sixty of them were actually killed, like, stopping things happening in the okay. whole Second World War. Their dad's army, a couple hundred of them were actually killed oh. through, um, you know, being shot or whatever, through little things that were going on throughout the country. Like yeah, the yeah country. I imagine it wasn't nothing. It wasn't a joke. Through the Blitz. No. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-mm. No, yeah. Well, because you put, you put on a uniform and, um, and guess what? You know, you're a target, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You put, you put on a yeah, policeman or a soldier, whatever you, you know, unfortunately, you put on a uniform and, yeah, you're yeah. going to be a target. 
30 years old, like you're an old fella, God. Uh, mm. And it's not like, I don't know, what, how, 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 there must be a scale of like, as we go on, how, I mean, I was saying to somebody just recently, talking about having kids, and he's like, was he like 36, something like that? But um, I was saying, you've got to remember, 36 isn't 36, your parents' age. I mean, this, who was it just died? Des O'Connor? Was it Des O'Connor? Yes, 88. He had a kid when he was 70. And I mean, I was like, when people go on about, oh, you're getting old, you go, have you seen Sylvester Stallone? Like, you've got to see times have moved on. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. 75 Have I years seen old. Sylvester Stallone? Yes, I have. Did you, have you seen an Ram- coming up? Have you seen the latest Rambo? Uh, I've Hang not. On, what I've do you mean the latest added Rambo? it to my... Is this the one where he bulked up? Was he... Um, uh, oh, no, it's in New York or something, isn't it? It's, no, it's he, goes, he goes across Mexico. the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in, like, sort of... Uh, uh, I never saw it, no. Uh, it, it was on Amazon. I, I watch stuff on Amazon because I've yeah. got it basically, and it's there. Um, it had a pretty gruesome bit. It had a bit where like he pulled out someone's like collarbone and like bent it back. Oh, and I'm oh. like, oh, I'm like, oh god, that's that's. Oh, it had a couple of bits. That I, I'm not particularly squeamish. I'm not like a gore hound. I'm yeah. not particularly squeamish. But he had a few bits that made me go like, oh, oh god, oh no, no, no. oh jeez. <laughs> um, he he cuts. He literally like cut some dude's chest open and pulled his heart out and showed it to him right at the end. <laughs> and like they... he just kept on blowing people's heads off there was a bit at the end where he's like shooting all these dudes and like he like he did, he lays all these elaborate traps and like you know all these stakes and stuff and punji sticks going to people yeah. and then like and then they're like uh, dead and then he just comes along blows their heads off with a sawn-off shotgun i'm like yeah you didn't need to do that <laughs> he doesn't know <laughs> it's like, not the 80s it, but... anymore like those squib <laughs> things like there's limits now <laughs> the, the, like, i can understand the 80s when you were sort of one man was holding a sort of like helicopter machine gun in an arm and just like firing it off. But it's like, God, he's still, I thought he got over that with the other Rambo when he went to the, is it the, not, it was Burma, that? I believe, wasn't it? Burma, was it Burma? Yeah. Burma yeah. Where it was just like ultra yeah. violence and he was like shooting people with 50 caliber machine Blowing guns in their heads face. Off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like, gut no, someone, doesn't he? I thought he would have got that out. Oh, yeah. He rips the guy's throat or head off or something, doesn't he? But I thought he would have got over that. So he's still doing it even in the last one. Yeah. People said that film was racist um, because it showed sex trafficking Mexican cartel people as not being particularly nice guys. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. it's probably to do with the timing of it, you know, so, so soon after they're not sending us their best people, (laughs) you know, there was, there was, um, uh, what was his name? Bill Maher. Is that the comedian? Yeah, yeah, he was doing yeah. a bit recently, and he was saying how um, he was, he was basically being pissed off at the the liberals, saying like, "We won." You go, you haven't won sod all. You've lost like the amount of people that voted for Trump. You should be ashamed of yourselves. And he said it's all because of like things have gone too left now, where nobody's complaining, but you're complaining on other people's behalf who aren't complaining, and you've mm-hmm. got the whole of the country walking around on eggshells because you can't say this and you can't say that, and they're just sick to bloody death of it. I was um. Uh, well, the um, the, the yeah, uh, the head of the football association in this country, uh-huh. um, <laughs> it's a bit controversial. Um, used a used the word. Well, can I? Well, um, <laughs> I the initial. I, we'll put the first letter. We'll no, no it's not. It's not. Oh. It's not the N word. No, it, it's not. No, he used a very old fashioned. Um, I would say I, no, 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 no. He was Racial. talking about people of uh, you know. Uh, mixed uh, uh, people of color, I suppose, is the, yes. is the overarching term. So not necessarily just black people, yeah. but obviously if you're a, basically if you're anyone who's non, you know, non-white. Yeah. Um, so 
Who's BAME? Yeah. BAME, yeah. But then I always think that that black and minority ethnic, so black and everyone else, yeah. and white again. I just find that a very strange term. Um, and because uh, it's not just that we don't want to get it. It's not like a case of, oh, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to offend people, you know, sitting here. But um, you can read the story yourself. He used a very archaic to the kind of thing like your granddad would say yes. at the time when he was growing up, it was okay for your granddad to say that. But now it's 2020 and granddad would have been told. So what, he's you just can't been say recorded saying something, is he? No, he said it in a, it, it was in a, like a proper a par- statement. A he, parliamentary, there was a parliamentary yeah. oh, was um, it? Gosh. Uh, 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 inquiry or whatever, discussion. And he was talking about how, um, how ladies and people of colour um, get a lot of abuse. Uh, sports people get a lot of abuse on social media, and he said that this isn't on. And this is—he was saying it in a positive context as well. It's quite—it's a shame because um, he was saying that they get a lot of abuse online, a lot of racist abuse. And he's like, and "That's not on. They should be protected more, and we're looking to protect them." He used a, a slightly archaic racial term in that. Uh, was called out for it, apologized, and then had, to, and then was quit, and then was fired. Uh, Greg Clark is his name. I couldn't. Remember. Yes. I was having a brain. Um, <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, Oh god! There was um, it wasn't even that long ago. There was an interview like Barbara Walters or one of these women. She was interviewing, I think, was it Sean Connery that just died or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, was it him? Yeah, about two weeks ago. Who's the one it? you do the impersonation yeah. of? That cracking but it is your Sean Connery. No, uh, Sean Connery. Anyone yeah. can do it. Because when Sean he said, Connery. I thought, oh, that's Andrews though. <laughs> He's nicking. It. But um, there was an everyone, interview. No, everyone does do Sean Connery. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's um, one of those. Yeah, it's one of those everyone can do. Yeah. But, um, well, he can't do it very well. <laughs> so it's like it's a free for all. Do you? He he did an uh, um, an interview where he had said it's okay to slap women, right? Yeah, but just not in the same way as you would. Uh, but um, so the interview, which was like twenty years ago, she brought it up. Like, oh, do you remember when you said blah blah blah? The interview you could slap women. He said, yeah, I still agree with it. Can you bring it up, okay. Andrew? Actually, <laughs> right, bring it up. Like Sean Connery slap women interview uh it was the let me see if i can find it because <laughs> he goes yeah still i still believe it oh in fact actually i've just looked up the greg clark i thought he said something else um so maybe i'm muddling it with um, don't throw people under the bus. i mean he still said something offensive but yeah and i know people I, I i i a couple of times i've been working places and people have used that term and it's really offended some people so i mm-hmm. mean uh, you know i have seen it in person in real life uh, be be offen- you know, be an offensive term. People react to that. Um, so, who am I to say that you know you should? But to say it on it's, not, like in front, yeah, of it's people, very strange to. It's almost willful. Yeah, it's. Uh... Oh, here it is. Fact checker, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just doing. <laughs> This is cracking content. This oh, no, this is great stuff. There's nothing like a moment of silence. In, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to explain what uh, you should... I, oh, I, I don't think there's anything... No, I won't do it, because actually I should, we should make light of these comments. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's why, yeah. I just realised, I was like... Whoops. It doesn't really... Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, just get the kazoo out. <laughs> I don't think there is anything... This is Sean Connery saying... Yeah, this is, yeah. this is what he was reported to have said. I can't see the original article. I can only okay. see the reporting of the article. Um I don't think this is to Playboy magazine as well in 1965. But uh, but I don't think there is anything particularly wrong in hitting a woman, though I don't recommend you do it in the same way you hit a man. He was also reported to have uh, stated to Vanity Fair in 1993, there are women who take it to the wire. That's what they're looking for, the ultimate confrontation. They want a smack. However, in 2006, Uh. he told the Times... 
I don't believe that any level of abuse, abuse of women is ever justified under any circumstances, full stop. But yeah, okay. if you watch the interview, because you can watch it on YouTube, and she says, yeah, do you remember you said that thing? And he went, yeah, I still agree. And she goes, what, they can hit women? And he goes, look, sometimes they take it to the wire, as he says, and that there's no other thing, they're not listening. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's possibly anecdotal. I don't anecdotal. think you should be slapping anyone, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but hmm. just, is that, is that, I think he's got to that level at that point you know where he goes what what uh, you know i'm a multi 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 world famous millionaire from you know the 40s what are you gonna do what, what? i'm but, james motherfucking bond yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> but the fact i'll he, fucking slap anyone it's so funny when you think oh she's got him he's, she's cornered him and he goes yeah i agree with it and he explains why it's okay but it, the fact he says you know sometimes they don't listen and like they're not listening and then you know, there's what else there's nothing else to do see and i'm thinking oh god he's just like <laughs> there's yeah, no filter yeah. I, I had heard it, whether this is just an anecdote and apocryphal or not. I think uh, I remember someone telling me quite adamantly that um, he had said that, um, you know, someone had said to him, do you, do you actually think it's okay to hit women? And he said, maybe if she burns the roast. And you go, oh, God. Mm, I'm not sure domestic abuse. Like, well, the funny thing, in, the like, woman that's you know, trying again, to... you don't excuse that kind of language. Sorry, go on. Like the, the woman that's interviewing, and it's, it seems like a big interview, like, you know, the back of the big building at the back, big house mm. and all that. And um, uh, at the end of it, she goes, oh, we'd just like to say that um, he has he'd been married for 34 years and his wife has never complained about anything. And you go, uh. <laughs> like, his first, I believe his first like a happy wife marriage. Made, his first wife oh, right. claims that he, oh, um, okay. I think at the very least was, I'll have to look, sorry, because reopening the internet, talk amongst yourselves. I believe his first <laughs> wife did make claims that um, he was abusive in some Andrew, way. So, oh God. yeah. Charles, what's your uh, T-shirt? What's the T-shirt you're wearing? Huh? What's your T-shirt? Oh, it's a uh, Stanford and Son T-shirt. Cross your lip. What's that? How about five, how about five cross your lip? What's that? that quote. It's Red Fox from um, Stanford and Son. Stanford and Son was the um, the American uh, black exploitation version of uh, Steptoe and Son. Oh no! Seventies, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got yeah. to look this up. Hang on, wah, 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 like a Simpsons. Oh, the, the yeah, you, you see pastiche probably on things. What's it called? Stanford Sun. Sorry, it's Red Fox, who was a very funny guy. Actually, I'm coming, Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, Actually, a genuinely funny comedian. Like for some dude who's performing like the fifties and sixties and stuff, he's like legit funny. Like legit, yeah, but you know, funny is funny. Um, that's so, what I'm saying, but like, but but yeah, for, for, for an old timey comedian, I think he's actually like he he was crude and rude and yeah, vulgar and brilliant, yeah. <laughs> so, you uh, so yes, uh, Connery was married to actress Diane uh Silento. Apologies, if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Um, she's the mother of his son, Jason Connery, while they were separated, Johnny. Uh, Connery had affairs, da, 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 excuse me. And then uh, she alleged that he had abused her mentally and physically during their relationship. In her, That's in her autobiography. Again, so, so, I'm going to go by what it is reporting that it says in her autobiography. So we just found know. somebody in the second marriage that would put up with it. <laughs> or maybe well, I mean, go, yeah, we don't, you know, you know. But at that point, she'd said they'd been married for 34 years. So God, like he was saying that at the end of the 34 year marriage. Um, I don't even know what I want to comment on that. It's, it's like I, it's kind yeah, of yeah. It's a shame. It's, it, a, yeah. it's a funny thing to hear him when he says it. Like so, just like yeah, they don't listen. They they, they don't listen sometimes, and you try everything, but they don't listen. Yeah, yeah. It's also one of those things. He just thinks yeah. if he just thinks it's classic banter, 
to make no, light of. It, you know, it be- seems <laughs> like no. Oh god. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. And uh, how much do you forgive like a ninety-year-old man? I don't know. It's yeah. He wasn't 19 then. He must. He didn't look anything in his. Like, but I'm 60s. saying he's he's an older dude. I'm not trying to excuse it, but I'm saying you know. Yeah, I how, think I, I'm I, asking how much do you? How does one forgive people? You know, when you have when to, Granny when Granny says something racist, you have to like sit down and give her the talk. So yeah. actually, Granny, you know, yeah. times have changed. I know you're nine thousand years old and you look like Yoda, and you've only got a few days left. But <laughs> we like need to Yoda. have a serious talk <laughs> about social justice. You know. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I think like if what would happen like, like way in the future, and somebody says like they're at like times just completely changed while we're still alive, and they're just horrified that we eat meat or use mobile phones with children in the room mm. or something, and you go, well, it's, uh, I don't know, didn't know, like do you know what I mean? Well, it wasn't that was the thing we did then with people. Just oh, going, that's disgusting. You know, how I'm sure. You? I'm sure. Yeah, if we're lucky enough, yeah. if I'm lucky enough to get old. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm sure that there'll be stuff that yeah. you know I say and do and think. You'll be like constantly being checked by younger people saying, "Actually, yeah, yeah. actually, Granddad, you know, you can't, old man, you can't say all that stuff." And it's just like, "Oh, I uh, didn't realize that was." Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, things have things have gone so far left. I, 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 it's, well, what I said is true. Actually, I said about honestly, 15 years ago, I said the fascism will get into play because left the left people put them there. Because most people are normal. They're not going to put a fascist in place. But they, they're forced to do it when you make most normal people pissed off because you're ramming things down their throat to the point where they have to make a choice. Do you want to be terrorised from the left or do you want to just go for the person on the right who will just clear all the problems out? Um, and we, like, there's Andrew Marr. Andrew Marr. Um, what's his name? Uh, Marr, the comedian. Andrew Marr. Oh, I've got your bloody name head now. I can't get the, <laughs> no, Andrew, the Andrew Marr is just, the I political. No, the yeah. Oh yeah, no, I've got. I've got Bill Meyer. Bill, Bill Meyer. Yeah. yeah. When he said, "Yeah," he said, "You've got everyone walking around in eggshells," and that's why it's not a win to say you just scraped by from Donald Trump that should have been a whitewash. Like you should have got yeah. rid of him. Yeah. You go. That's not. That's nothing to celebrate. It just shows how ridiculous. Like you, you've lost control if you can't beat that fella. Especially after the first, the um, well, more people. It's about the more people turned up to vote for him second time round. Yeah, people win. People saw. People saw after, after four years. People were like, "Yeah, yeah, let's have some more of that." That was good. Highest that highest number of votes for an incumbent ever. Really? Wow. Well, let's just hurry up and bang him up in jail. Let's just get get those bloody things. It seems like- I, I was reading. He's got. Yeah, they were saying that this. According to the BBC, this is, and obviously other news sites are available. You can go to Twitter and have a Russian bot tell you this. But they're they were saying that there's six big cases that he's got to face. Yeah, maybe uh, New York. The, I read. I read a similar thing. I I can't remember. Yeah, someone. and once his tax returns come out, then you see yeah. that like, all the poison spills out. He's got a lot of crimes behind him, mate. A lot. It, it was tax it was tax stuff and financial uh things uh lobbying uh payments to people um, yeah loads uh, of stuff loads of yeah the hash money for yeah, the, for, yeah. i didn't realize it was two women i, I believed it was just stormy daniels <clears throat> oh there's a couple apparently there's quite a few yeah, yeah. the only yeah. thing that's going to stop it the literally the only thing that's going to stop him getting away with crimes is the democrats going well let's just move forward and look forward to not going this is a criminal you can't let it go. This is a, a in-your-face criminal. And if they let it go, that'd be the end of the, de- the Democratic Party. Forget it. They're gone. Um, I agree, but I, I do think, I don't think you can go, you can hammer them as much as perhaps we might like, because I think you're going to have, um, you know, and we should say these are allegations. He's not been tried, and you know, but these... <sighs> 
he he knows too much now. He's too he knows too much about everyone. He'll have heard all of it. And you think he's going to keep quiet? He will say, you know, he won't say that. Oh, yeah. The problem is, one they're time during the Oval Office, well. this guy said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, he's not going to say, oh, well, well, actually, you should have heard what so and so said in the Oval Office. He said we should have done this, and then he said we should have done that. And it turns out that this senator is shagging that senator's wife, and he's going to he'll yeah, just let I mean. it fly. The, the, the sort of corruption care. blanket is so big that if it pulls him down, he'll pull all the other politics mm. down around with him, which will be mm. Democrats and Republicans and everyone else. So they'll go, well, let's just look on the other side of it, or give him a little sentence here that he won't serve but he will but he won't oh so what we need is him to just do what i said run to russia when he sees the, the the blue lights come in then call him a traitor then let it all spill out oh god funny isn't it? every generation but that means i think he'll, i think he'll just have his tv network and he'll that he'll use that to i wouldn't be surprised if he either uses it for him for his re-election or to, but there's to no way he can run again. In. I mean, you can say maybe he might get away with it because he's not. If he, he's going to go to jail or get away, he can't. If he it'll gets be the, away, it'll be the kids. He'll get away. Uh, surely, surely it's about the dynasty in the family now. Maybe you know. And I'm, I'm sure. As I said, I'm sure he's. Um, I'm sure his kids will run for political office at some point. They will be set. They will run for senator and they will run for governors. <laughs> Just to pardon him. Just put them in place um, just so they can pardon him. <laughs> well, well, they, they, it's, it's about his, his brand recognition. They love a dynasty. They do love a yeah. dynasty, and they do love uh, brand recognition. And um, and it seems to work over there. You know what I mean? So It's funny that, that a couple of the law firms that you were using have had to drop him um, <laughs> because they're, they're, he's sending them into court with no evidence, and the judges have... Li- like, they've li- I think six of them where they had to say, so what's your evidence? And they go, we haven't got any. You've come to my and you haven't brought any events, no. It, and they've it, ju- so they've had yeah. to just walk out like we haven't got any. We're just it, what it they're came doing down is, to the point where they were just wasn't they? They, yeah. they were like, okay, what what's the case here? And they were like, um, and, and they were like, well, what is the case? And literally, the the lawyers were like, well, um, uh, yeah. But they're saying you're ruining the reputation of the co- uh, company, so we can't like <laughs> because what he's doing is he's just trying to do what he always does: buffer things, give me time to find a way out. So let's just say there's an investigation, even though there's nothing happening. You know, what I mean? he's saying there's an investigation is him sort of saying, "Look, it hasn't been solved yet." But if the investigation is just you, know, um, you just going to a court and nothing happening. Well, that's not, an, that's not a, you know, there's nothing happening. You're not going to fix anything by that. But he needs to be able to say it's still in process sort of thing, even if it means sending lawyers into a building with no evidence. But uh, that, you, that's that's his kind of go-to. I mean, that's his go-to thing, isn't it? Tying people up in knots. And yeah, because law, law, that's yeah. all his whole life was just legal stuff. Throw solicitors and uh, lawyers, throw lawyers into it and let me walk away clean. That's all he does, throw people in front of him. There, there you, was that John Oliver bit he did um where they said that basically he'd had three thousand some uh, three thousand whatever two hundred uh, lawsuits in the past thirty years forty years, and they said that how many sorry three thousand something it's over three thousand I think because they said it was more than every episode of Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, um, Perry Mason, Columbo, um, NYPD Blue, like every detective show like you could name, it was more than that, it's like times two or something. But that's it's why I say about him being a con man. Good lord, he's always been a con cases. man. Go back like his dad, him, and when you you go back and you watch or listen to things about him, his sort of modus operandi was with. Um, workers like the, the, the new york he needs bodyguards because like the people want to kill him in new york because he would get contractors to build things for him and then just not pay them and say you know before christmas we're not paying you we're not paying you 
you, we think your work's shoddy, no matter what they did. The, every, this was his thing. No, everyone's work shoddy. We're not paying you. From building to building, we're not paying you. We're going to give you quarter, and you can take that now before Christmas, or we'll see you in court for five years. And that was how he carried on doing things. And then people that would move into the properties would sue him because it's supposed to be this big luxurious property, but there'd be leaks here, there'd be leaks there because he took shortcuts. They'll sue him and then he'll send these lawyers into them. Say, well, I'll fight you forever. And I've got a full team, a floor of lawyers here. What are you going to do? Do you want to keep your mouth shut and take this or do you want to fight me for the rest of your life? His whole life, is throwing lawyers in front of people. He's got, like you said, how many, how many lawsuits? I think it was over 3,000. Yeah, that's his thing. He's a con man. He, the buildings, he didn't build no buildings. Other people built them. He put his name on it. That's it. He doesn't know anything. The, the only time he had to go at something was the, um, the Taj Mahal when he tried to, that was the first thing he did without his dad. And look at that. The Taj Mahal lost money. And, and go and watch the documentary just on that about him not paying people and them having to chase him and chase him and chase him at the, 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 the university. I, the I would, uh, the, okay, I don't know about the Taj Mahal specifically in this instance, but the only reason why someone claims that they have lost money in a gambling, only a gambling institute is money laundering. I'm not saying that's the case with Trump, <laughs> but they are a front for money laundering if you say, if you're losing money, because you just can't lose money yeah, well, the, the running, a, running gambling. Was, he, he didn't know anything about it. He ended up blaming the, blaming the manager of like the building. Like he, that's who, he took the fall for it all. And, um, but his thing was, everything was like $100,000 sh- chandeliers, you know, the, 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 the most uh, slot machines than, the, than there are people in the city. So he just wanted to build this massive, big thing with gold stairs, $100,000 chandeliers everywhere. You watch the documentary, the guy's going, he was off his head. He wants this and that and this made out of gold and the thing. Because the whole thing is just to show off. And then once it's done, he then sods off. It doesn't make any money. It collapses. People come to him and he says, no, it's only, you know, it's him. Anyway, I'm on to the next thing now. Look at my big building over here. And he's just doing that hop, like leapfrogging thing from one con to the next, leaving a trail of lawsuits behind him. <clears throat> Wouldn't it be great just to never have to think about that? fucker again ever <laughs> like, well, I, like, want some I, 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 I want to see him fall I that's your summary <laughs> but you know but, I'm, I, I, but he's lost and like he should just go away and like he's not still well still, he's a cult he's leader he's, you watch still, co- still you, he's there and he's, he's newsworthy and unfortunately he's still taking up space in my brain I was hoping fingers <laughs> crossed that he would not be there in my fucking brain a goddamn tumour at the back I was well, just remember, hoping look, that he's but, a cult if you go watch like the Jim Jones uh, documentary or anything like that it's the same thing till the last dying breath they will throw people and whatever in front of them it's a full on cult he's delusional he cannot accept reality because he's never had to accept reality and unfortunately he's putting himself in a place where he's got to answer to things which he's never had to do before And he's, but he can't snap out of that delusion he's in a delusion he's like he's a lunatic basically um well, there's a there's a famous study. Um, I've mentioned this before. There's a famous study about this uh, doomsday cult, and there was a, a woman who uh, predicted the end of the world. You know, it's going to happen in whenever 1998. You know, December the sixth or whatever. And um, she created like a little cult, and and these anthropo uh, I think anthropologists um, studied it because obviously they knew the world wasn't going to end then. So they were like curious as to see what would happen to this cult after, uh, after, you know, the 6th of December went past or whatever, and the world is still there. Um, it turns out that this cult actually grew after that. So after her prediction was proved to be false, more people came to it and their belief, the belief of the, um, uh, their followers got more entrenched. 
They 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 believed it more. They believed she was definitely, and they and they 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 you know they got stronger and more fervent in their belief. Well, it's, um, it's tech, page one of being a cult leader. Don't set the date too soon. Yeah, you know, set it for like fifty <laughs> years off. Don't set it like it's, you know it's going to pass unless you give yourself compl- give yourself some wiggle room. Say yeah. maybe a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling which they, one, but it will be. Yeah, a, yeah. I, oh, I'm getting a Tuesday. Yeah. Maybe um, yeah, with a soon. nine in it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, in a, a month tea, with an e in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tuesday's yeah. passed. Okay, must have been a Thursday then. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a day that ends in Y. Yeah. 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 But which? Yeah. yeah, but Latin Y, not English. Like, oh, for God's sake, yeah. we're, I'm out of here. But yeah, I think I think with Trump, it's the the, the time had to be right for him. Do you know, they, it's the, the people, they want uh, um, somebody to say, I can say anything. They want a, a con man who's, you know, as they say, throws a Molotov cocktail into politics. They were ready for somebody like him. And the bottom feeder that he is just comes along at the right time, just scoops up all them poor, like, people that were pissed off, angry, broke. And they needed somebody to be angry. And here's a bloke who's going to be angry for you. It's full on I, fashion. It's the same old thing with Germany. Oh, yeah, they're pissed uh, off. They've got no money. Oh, you know who it is? The old Jews like, over there. Oh, yeah, of course. Cool. So let's all get don't, don't blame. Yeah, don't blame the bosses. Don't blame yeah. the people who own. Why am I getting paid? Fuck all for my for my work. Oh, don't blame the person actually yeah. paying my check. And he, but they're not. They're not paying me enough. Blame blame Muslims. You know, yeah. blame Mexicans. You know, yeah. blame he's gay people. The opposite of them. He's the rich, spoiled kid, and yeah. like it's insane. It's like it's the it's like how. But so they have to want to be delusional. They have to want to believe trump or the end of the earth you know they have to want to believe that there's um yeah. oh sorry go ahead charles go ahead charles no i, I was just going to say it's 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 very much i always thought this about america that they, they love a con man they've got a very soft spot in their national psyche for a for a smooth talking uh snake oil salesman you know yeah, love a bit like, of a, yeah. like an evangelical dude saying yeah. give me your money uh you know um, all those prosperity dudes. Uh, I'm sure you've did seen. Did you see the, that fella? The last yeah, 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 yeah. Ah ha 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 ha! Ah ha! And, and like, they stand up and start shouting for him as well. You go, and I'm oh like, my dude, God. Uh, what's so funny? He, d- I'm like, what's so funny? He did win. Like, I don't understand. But the, the thing is, is you know, he won. Like, they've he, he, he they said he's on his third private jet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Think of that. But when you look at that bloke, what's his name? Uh, something Copeland. Uh, something Copeland. Dennis when you Copeland. look at his face and he's laughing, you go, that is the image of the devil. Like, if you look at his face, that is like pure evil coming out of his face. Mm. And that's somebody for God? Like, Have you he's... have you seen him preach as well when he was going like, no. <laughs> the demons. <laughs> and I'm like, it's 2020. And I'm like, oh my God, okay. <sighs> Where am I to the flying, what was that Michael J. Fox, the Back to the Future? Where am I to that future? Where's where, my, I, yeah, where's the Jetsons? Yeah, where's the flying skateboards and everything's nice and peaceful <laughs> and car, cars going. I've got, I, I love that Ali G, he's like, I've got an idea for you guys. He's like pitching to these billionaire dudes and he goes, hoverboards. And they're like, cool, how does it work? And he goes, that's for the scientists to figure out. Yeah, <laughs> That's for the eggheads to sort out. He goes, Do you remember good a few idea, years though. ago, they actually thought they, they there was an advert they they thought they'd solved it. Do you remember that came out? Somebody would created a hoverboard. Oh and they, yeah, they got that like Tony. Who's yeah. the skateboarder? Oh, Tony Hawks. Yeah, yeah, they got him to do it. But the thing is, it only works because it's a magnet. So it only works on this like a scale electric set. Oh, okay. That's not really a hoverboard. Well, no, it's like a bullet train then. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Um, well, that's Trump out of the way. For a so what, yeah. Any, just to to it was the cartoon I thought was absolutely brilliant. It's from the New Yorker. I've just discovered it is. Um, 
it's you know a sketch sheep on a hill looking at this um, political poster of a wolf with the caption, I am going to eat you. And then one and the sheep are saying to each other, he tells it like it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah. is perfect. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll bite my nose off to spite me face. That is uh, by, by Paul Noth. You can just the sad that, thing like. is, it is a cult, and you've got to realise there's a massive mental health problem that it's not about politics anymore. It's just gone way beyond that to the level of what we've been talking about. That's mental health now. Like these people that are, you know, suffocating, dying, and saying, no, I can't accept that what Trump, Trump hasn't told us. It's not like Jesus came to earth and they're dying, and you go, no, he is the chosen one, and I saw him floating. This is some con man, rich, spoiled kid, telling them and they're on the they're believing him like again they've got that he's the opposite of them but they're still believing it so they have to want to believe it but that's mental health now then that's there's something to do with mental health but do you think America. it's also admitting oops i backed the wrong horse yeah, the, uh, you yeah, know i thought yeah. to a degree but not when you're dying you think your biology would kick in where your family were dying if if it's when you're dying you're still pissed off that is mental health now that's i can understand being angry and all that. But if it came to the point where you're on the streets or your family were getting sick or something, you'd go, look, that's not important anymore. I've got to sort this out in front of me. But if people in your family are dying and you're still sticking with it, that's a mental health issue. Like that's like, you're not quite all there. I, I think, I think that the study I've sort of quote, uh, I've badly quoted. Uh, I think that that's kind of a, um, a conclusion that they sort of drew is that people, didn't really want to admit that they'd been scammed or that they were wrong. And instead they just doubled down. You know what I mean? They were just like, nah, they didn't really want to accept the fact that, yeah, that they might've been fools. Yeah, but Again, I think that only get you to a certain level. I think that'd be the majority of people, but I think the the people that are dying in hospitals about the Corona, not believing it, that's, that's mental health, man. When it's again, your biology is on the line, but you're still Mm. holding to it. That's, that's, that's way beyond that. Um, anyway, let's get off of that. that was, the uh, the greatest command the party ever gave was to to disbelieve uh, your own eyes. Oh, God, I yeah, it's, it's what are you, you going to believe me or your lying eyes? It's just, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's literally like the party tells you, oh, it's not raining today. Yeah, the, or the sky is red. The sky is just red. And you look out and you see the blue sky and you go, yes, the sky is red. It, it, it is. It is. And you believe well, it's, it it's, because the party tells you. So it must be true. <laughs> it's the how many fingers am I holding up sort yeah. of thing. No, you can't yeah. just say it. You have to want to believe it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like that. You can't it's just say 100%, it. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. It's funny because when I, <laughs> I was thinking about Animal Farm, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but it's funny when they have like the other pigs that come out and sort of enable the, the, the main pig and say, no, no, no. I know you said this, but what he actually meant was that. And you go, that, that's like the Republican pie. That is the literal definition of like the animal farm pigs. Where you, he says one thing and you go, no, 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 you're taking him literally. He didn't mean the bed. He made a bed with no with straw. He was so trolling. That, when he yeah, said that he wanted yeah. to be president for life and yeah. he wasn't going to stand by the election, he was, it was a joke and he was and trolling. And you want to like, show, show them 1984, go, uh, animal farm and go, look, that's you, those little piglets that come out. Yeah. You're the little piglets. <laughs> and then you, you've got the, the wolves that are supposed will be the MAGA the the the, the, the MAGA gun lobby lot the 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 the, mm. the army it's oh, oh did you see the general that came out and said about like we, we don't work for a government the top the top general the top fellow in the American army did the speech which he'd never done before um he's celebrating whatever date is in America uh, veterans veterans day, day, yeah. yeah and he said yeah he said blah, blah. and he just didn't mention Trump he said look we're this we're that 
but we 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 don't we um support the um constitution we do not support a government we do not support yeah. a a person they they place the their allegiance to the constitution yeah. so everyone's a bit like okay well at least we got the top fella is basically saying look don't take the piss you have not got the army on your side no. um, but didn't he, didn't he say Trump say we we've got the, the motorcyclists we've got the hard guys or what, what did he say something bikers like for Trump yeah he said, remember when got- bikers used to be hard nuts and like outlaws and like you know rogues <laughs> and like now they're all like no no we're supporting big business uh, tax yeah, yeah. breaks and uh, we're sponsored uh, by yeah. yeah and we're anti-abortion it's just like dude you guys used to be like rebels you yeah, know yeah. now you're just like sort of suburban you, wine you've got a press secretary and yeah. <laughs> Weird, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if it's true, but they say the um the gang you get like the motorcycle jackets with like Hell's Angel or whatever. Mm. That's actually like false. They don't. If you see a motorcycle ja- uh, motorcyclist with the name of the gang on the back, they would never ever do that. It's always a small badge on the front. That just was for like for films and things that you see like on the back of the jacket, Hell's Angels or whatever. Okay. It's never that. They, they you know yeah. that's not for real. It's always a badge on the. I have seen, I have, yeah, I think when I have seen them, um, it's just been I wonder if you could, enough times pass, if you was in England and you had a motorbike, could you put on a Hills Angels jacket and be sort of ironically cool? Or is that still a serious thing? Like, do you think that would get you in trouble? They have chapters, I know they have chapters around me, they have a chapter around me. Oh, really? Yeah, because, like, this guy got shot and stuff, this guy was shot and killed um, by... Oh, I thought it was just going to be like a Dad's Army type of, like, it's just a load of old blokes who meet up on the weekend. It's the gang, it's still a gang, is it, Hell's Angels? Um, Technically, yes. Uh, I know that they're big, they're not... I know that they're bigger abroad, like in Europe, yeah, like course, Scandinavian yeah. countries. They they literally involved in like the drug drug trafficking, oh, drug right, manufacturing yeah. and stuff. Uh, I know in like Holland and stuff as well. They they're sort of in the hard drug trade as well, um, and sort of again, it's transporting and uh, you know, big. It's kind of yeah. weight. They're when, kind of when, middlemen. You know? When I was in the states, I did see come along Pacific Coast Highway, just the most almighty sound you've ever heard, and it was. It's got to have been a couple of thousand motorbikes, mostly the Harley Davidson, you know, the big chopper type bikes, just coming along and just like clearing the road as they were coming down there. A couple of thousand, just a sound. <laughs> it sounded like a thunder. Um, and somebody said, Oh, no, that's like you see that quite a lot, Cause especially along this big long road in Pacific Coast Highway. Um, but yeah, I didn't know they still had that sort of same pull. You don't really get that. I suppose it's more foreign, like you said, you don't really see it over There's- here. I was going to say, there's a wonderful documentary um, about the UK Hells Angels, and it's the 70s one. And they they do one of their uh, rides. So they get together like a couple times a year, and they'll, they'll, they'll ride together to some place. And basically, they didn't book anywhere because they forgot. Um, and then they found like a, an, an abandoned canal barge. Oh, so, better, so better than company. like an outside of furniture shop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so slightly. But they found this abandoned canal barge and then they found like an old telly and like a skip. And then they all just took loads of acid and watched Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and like they were all kind of, I don't want to speak ill of the Hells Angels because yeah. I'm scared of them. Um, but they were all kind of like, they were all like living at home and like they all sort of slightly worked at McDonald's. Uh, and like they were kind of like, yeah, all right. No, well, don't don't worry about it now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they weren't sort of like again. They weren't cool outlaw dudes. I'm just like, oh. I remember when we was early. They filming. were a bit nerdy, you know what I mean. And again, <laughs> they just loved Doctor Who and like kind of Dungeons and Dragons. And oh shit. god, like, Lord of the Rings sign on the motorbike. 
Um, but but before it was cool, this was like 1970. You know what I mean? So. When we was filming the uh, the social contract, I think about halfway in, I was met a load of most uh, like the way gang. Well, I suppose it was a gang. There's about 15, 12 or fifteen guys in a petrol station that's come out of on like the big Harleys, like the big motorbikes. You don't really see over here. And I got one of their numbers. I thought. That, surely that'll come in handy for like a scene. I'll just always ask, just <laughs> want to say, what could I let a sort of loot to get to a, a scene? And yeah. Um, yeah, so I go, I got the number of one of the guys. I said, I'm filming this thing. If something comes up where I need 15 Hells Angels or whatever it was, I said, but I got their number. I've lost it now. Actually, I should have kept that. I thought that could have come in handy for a sort of random scene. <laughs> I've got this, a few of my mates are coming down. <laughs> I remember like a true in Gorilla uh, Filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Film the radio. Yeah. Um, but I remember in Dam, I saw a couple of um, the, the, uh, motorcycle in where? Dam. What's that? A Dam. Thailand. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, so when I was calling you. Yeah, well, yeah. You need to look over in Dam. I thought it was like Vietnam yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I saw a couple, saw a couple of, um, I think it's the same one. Like They all had like new bikes and stuff and weird helmets and stuff. But... Well, it's all race bikes now, isn't it? The race yeah, bikes. That's yeah, they, the they all had image. like... You know, you know, sports bikes or whatever. You know, um, rather than hogs. Uh, but yeah. um, <laughs> but they were just driving up and down. Like there was honestly like sort of fifty or sixty of them, and they was driving up and down these canals, just like revving it up and <laughs> being. And they were filming. They had like loads of cars, like like next oh, right, them, filming yeah. them being cool. Well, yeah. So you can't even have that sort of like that little s- small sect. They're always going to have a social media following or something. Do you know what I mean? There's no sort of like real outlaws that are just out there doing it on their own. They're always going to have a, like I said, a, a press secretary. <laughs> yeah, you've got to have a YouTube channel now. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it, yeah. And once you can monetize it, you don't want to offend anybody. It's quite hard to be a Hells Angel when you're trying to build up your YouTube following. <laughs> um, right, so we'll have to call it a day. It's a bit, a bit short, but I've got to shoot. Uh, anything you want to say? <laughs> have you said anything? Um, count the votes and stop counting the votes yeah that is all yeah (laughs) count some of the votes but not all of the votes count the votes until we win then stop stop counting oh insanity Um, there's a wonderful um uh uh, documentary uh called hyper normalization by adam curtis and it is about um it focuses particularly on this russian uh media strategist and policy guy uh one of putin's top guys and basically it kind of dis- explains describes and explains the current state of the world and it makes and i was thinking about that watching these two groups watching the watching these two uh, the, these trump supporters say two separate yet conflicting um a chance you know what i mean in different states count the vote stop counting the votes i was like yeah this is we are living in a hyper normalized world where there is it's so confusing you're just bombarded with all this different information all this conflicting ideals and ideas and you have no idea what's real and what's not well, that's and that's the point Sirkov. Hmm? yeah uh, yeah yeah that's good yeah. well the, the chris cuomo on the cnn he, he, he put up a thing and he just played back all the republicans um that all the ones you'd see like the main ones the tv the the journalists and all that that have supported trump and um uh, the fox news host and he played little snippets of them over about a minute of them all moaning about the Democrats complaining about uh, challenging Trump's vote, like his win. Are oh, you cry babies? They don't believe in democracy. They're trying to do, they're trying to illegitimize Trump through the courts. They're complaining about this. The votes are in. What are you complaining about? And it was just perfect. It was just like, just actors, just actors. That's all they are. Literally everything was, you could have just changed the word from to Trump now. 
And it was just, they were all complaining about the Democrats complaining that Hillary didn't win, complaining about that they're going to court. These bloody Democrats are always whinging. They can't accept democracy. They don't like the fact the votes are counted. They don't like this. They're trying to cheat in the law courts because they haven't won. And you go, they're just actors. It's just acting. The paid actors, that's all they are. Told what to say, told what to wear. You, and you want to just get the video footage of them saying that. I mean, who was the one? Is it Mitch McConnell saying, you can use my words against me? That one. <laughs> and you, then, and you, you go... Oh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, just yeah. actors. Just say what you want when you want. You don't believe in anything. You've got no morals. You've got no integrity. Each one complains about the other one till the other one gets in. And then they just complain in the same way as the one before did. And it just goes round and round the bloody loop. <clears throat> Down with politics. Hashtag down yeah. with politics. Still, still, there's a bit of hope. Uh, Boris Johnson's in quarantine for two weeks, so that's two weeks we won't be able to do too much damage. So, <laughs> yeah. won't to see his fluffy hair. Have you seen the spitting image? Yeah, he yeah, looks in the new ones. He I'd looks like... a wreck now. Honestly, mm-hmm. like Corona's taken it out of him. He looked, he looked more hungover than normal, like yesterday. <laughs> like honestly, like normally he looks. Normally, like Monday mornings, he looks a wreck. So you just think, yeah, he's been absolutely smashing it all I, weekend. I don't know who's who in British politics. I only know Boris Johnson. And when I saw, <laughs> I've been seeing the spitting images with him. And who's the guy that just quit? Uh, Cummings, Dominic Cummings. Cummings yeah. the, the I was thinking, here. who's this bloke that they've got around him in spitting image? Who wears like <laughs> Ming the Merciless type thing? And he's, he's like, like some alien, the yeah. yeah. And he he refers to. Um, the British people is the hive and the larvae. <laughs> he reserves them as the larvae. He's some <laughs> alien dude, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, "If the fireworks again, I'm just going. Is this the the larva, the larvae pods? Are they are they giving birth?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, right, so I got a shoot. Okay, so that's another nice little show. Yay! Um, yeah. So, well, we can't really do anything again till when's how many weeks till that thing's over? So what are we now? This weekend's the twenty. Till COVID's over. <laughs> yeah. When is it closed? When's the last season of COVID? Oh, don't, yeah. don't. I'm I'm bored of it already, man. I'm just like you know what. Like, you know. Between COVID, yeah, and Netflix Trump, have renewed I mean, for one final season, and that's it. <laughs> um, okay, right. Well, that there's the show. So I don't know when we're going to be back in the studio, but I'm hoping it'll be in two weeks. So um, next week might be our, our last from uh, remote broadcast. Uh, fingers crossed yeah so that's the show so thank you very much and we will see you next time cool take care everyone and bye bye peace goodbye Could be larger than life.